Hare Krishna. Jai Jai Sitchitanya Jai Nichananda Jai Advaita Chandra Jai Gauravakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Hare Hare So today is the um, appearance day of Lord Ramachandra Ramnami and um, because this seminar is focusing on uh, the Chaitanya Charitamrita, I want to continue speaking from the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And I want to read a pastime of Lord Chaitanya from the Madhya Lila, chapter 9, when the Lord is touring South India. And uh, just a moment. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu arrived at southern Mathura from Kamakosti, he met a Brahmana. The Brahmana who met Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu invited the Lord to his home. This Brahmana was a great devotee and an authority on Lord Sri Ramachandra. He was always detached from material activities. After bathing in the river Kritamala, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to the Brahmana's house to take lunch. But he saw that the food was unprepared because the Brahmana had not cooked it. Seeing this, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, My dear sir, please tell me why you have not cooked. It's already noon. <coughs> the Brahmana replied, My dear Lord, we're living in the forest. For the time being, we cannot get all the ingredients for cooking. When Laksman brings all the vegetables, fruits and roots from the forest, Sita will do the necessary cooking. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very satisfied to hear about the Brahmana's method of worship. Finally, the Brahmana hastily made arrangements for cooking. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took his lunch at about three o'clock, but the Brahmana, being very sorrowful, fasted. While the Brahmana was fasting, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked him, Why are you fasting? Why are you so unhappy? Why are you so worried? The Brahmana replied, I have no reason to live. I shall give up my body by entering either fire or water. My dear sir, Mother Sita is the mother of the universe and the supreme goddess of fortune. She has been touched by the demon Ravana, and I am troubled upon hearing this news. Sir, due to my unhappiness, I cannot continue living. Although my body is burning, my life is not leaving. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu replied, Please do not, do not think this way any longer. You are a learned pundit. Why don't you consider the case? Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu continued, Sita Devi, the dear most wife of the Supreme Lord Ramachandra, certainly has a spiritual form full of bliss. No one can see her with material eyes, for no materialist has such power. 
to say nothing of touching Mother Sita. A person with material senses cannot even see her. When Ravana kidnapped her, he kidnapped only her material illusory form. As soon as Ravana arrived before Sita, she disappeared. Then just to cheat Ravana, she sent an illusory material form. Spiritual subject is never within the, sorry, spiritual substance is never within the jurisdiction of the material conception. This is always the verdict of the Vedas and the Purana. Purport is stated in the Kata Upanishad, Nasandrisitistati Rupamasana Chaksu Sapasyatikascha Nayanam Ridamani Sa Manasa Bhitto Jaita Vidura Ambitasti Bhavantina Naiva Chayramana Manasapratim Sakyuna Chaksusa. Spirit is not within the jurisdiction of material eyes, words, or mind. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then assured the Brahmana, have faith in my words and do not burden your mind any longer with this misconception. Although the Brahmana was fasting, he had faith in the words of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and accepted food. In this way, his life was saved. And thus, assuring the Brahmana, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, proceeded further into south, southern India and finally arrived at Durvasana, where to bath in the river Kritamala. At Durvasana, Chichitanya Mahaprabhu uh, visited the temple of Lord Ramachandra, and on a hill known as Mahindra Shaila, he saw Lord Parasaram. Chichitanya Mahaprabhu then went to Setubanda, Rameshwar, on the bridge to Lanka where he took his bath at the temple at the place called Danustirtan. From there he visited the Rameshwar temple and took rest. So this Danustirtan, it is said that here on the request of Ravana's younger brother Vibhishina, Ibisana, Lord Ramachandra destroyed the bridge to Lanka with his bow while returning to his capital. It is also said that one who visits Danushtirta is liberated from the cycle of birth and death, and the one who bathes here there gets all the fruitive results of performing the yagya known as Agnistoma. <clears throat> so there at Rameshwar. There among the Brahmanas, Sichitanya Mahaprabhu listened to the Kurma Purana, where it is mentioned, wherein it is mentioned the chaste woman's narration. So Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur remarks that only two khandas of the Kurma Purana are now available, namely the Purvaganda and the Uttarakanda. Sometimes it is said that the Kurma Purana contains 6,000 verses, but according to Srimad Bhagavatam, the original Kuma Purana contains 17,000 verses. It is considered the 15th of the 18 Mahapuranas. Srimati Sita Deva is the mother of the three worlds and the wife of Lord Ramachandra. Among chaste women, she is supreme and she is the daughter of King, King Janak. When Ravana came to kidnap Mother Sita and she saw him, she took shelter of the fire god Agni 
The fire god covered the body of Mother Sita, and in this way she was protected from the hands of Ravana. Upon hearing from the Gurum Purana how Ravana had kidnapped a false form of Mother Sita, Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became very satisfied. The fire god Agni took away the real Sita and brought her to the place of Parvati, goddess Durga. An illusory form of Mother Sita was then delivered to Ravana, and in this way Ravana was cheated. After Ravana was killed by Lord Ramachandra, Sita Devi was brought before the fire and tested. When the illusory Sita was brought before the, pyre, the fire by Lord Ramachandra, the fire god made the illusory form disappear and delivered the real Sita to Lord Ramachandra. When Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard his story, he was very pleased and remembered the words of Ramdas Vipa. Indeed, when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard these conclusive statements from the Kurum Purana, he felt great happiness and asked the Brahmana's permission to eat to possession of the manuscript's leaf of the Kurum Purana. Since the Kurum Purana was very old, the manuscript was also very old. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took possession of the original leaves in order to have direct evidence. The text was copied on to new leaves in order that the Purana be replaced. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu returned to southern Mathura, Madurai, and delivered the original manuscript of the Kurma Purana to Ramdasvipa. When he was petitioned by Mother Sita, the fire god, Agni, brought forth an illusory form of Sita and Ravana, who then, who had ten heads, kidnapped the false Sita. The original Sita then went to the abode of the fire god. When Lord Ramachandra tested the body of Sita, it was the false, illusory Sita that entered the fire. At that time, the fire god brought the original Sita from his abode and delivered her to Ramachandra. So these two verses are taken from the Kurum Purana. Vipra was very pleased to receive the original leaf manuscript of the Kurum Purana and immediately fell down before the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and began to cry. After receiving the manuscript, the Brahmana, being very pleased, said, Sir, you are Lord Ramachandra himself and have come in the dress of a sannyasi to give my audience. Give me audience. My dear sir, you've delivered me from a very unhappy condition. I request that you take your lunch at my place. Please accept this invitation. Due to my mental distress, I could not give you a very nice lunch the other day. Now, by good fortune, you've come again to my home. Saying this, the Brahmana very happily cooked food and a first-class dinner was offered to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu passed that night in the house of the Brahmana. Then after showing him mercy, the Lord started towards the Tamdaparni River in Pandudesh. Yeah, so... Uh, We can see that although, generally speaking, Lord Chaitanya was um, worshipping Lord Krishna um, and was inducing others to worship Lord Krishna, this particular Brahmana, he was had such a deep focus on, on Lord Ramachandra and he was so deeply involved in that worship. Uh, not only was he very learned, in the topic of Lord Ramachandra, but he was also um, actually worshipping him in, in a mood of spontaneous devotional service. Uh, he was worshipping Lord Ramachandra as he was banned to the forest and 
And in this way, he was performing uh, austerities. Uh, Chaitanya returned at noon to eat, but the cooking had not yet been done. And the Brahma said, no, we have to wait, to wait for Laksman to bring the ingredients. And then only, uh, only then Sita will prepare the lunch. Uh, so this boat of worship was on the on the platform of spontaneous devotional service and lord chaitanya appreciated it very much uh, he never tried to convert this brahmana to the worship of lord krishna he simply reciprocated with him and later when the brahmana was actually fasting and expressing so much distress because ravana had touched the body of Sita, then lord chaitanya was uh, preaching to this brahmana and explaining to him that actually this is not possible because the body of sita is certainly transcendental is the eternal concert of the lord of ramachandra her body is spiritual and it's not within the realm of the material senses therefore she cannot be seen by an ordinary person she cannot be touched by any ordinary person uh, like this lord chaitanya explained and he convinced the brahmana to to eat uh, nonetheless later when lord chaitanya came upon ramesh Ram, and he found there that brahmanas were speaking from the kurma purana and he heard about this topic of maya sita who uh, the illusory form of sita which had been uh, kidnapped by ravana that the real sita had taken shelter in fire and that the fire god had brought her to Parvati and that later when after the battle Lord Ramachandra was questioning the purity of Sita because she'd stayed in the house of an other man then Sita said may my purity be confirmed by fire if it will not kill me then know that I've been untouched so Sita then stepped into fire and in this way, the illusory Sita uh, disappeared and the fire god presented the, the real Sita back to Lord Ramachandra. So in this way, the, um, the transcendental nature of Sita is, uh, is, is defined here. Hmm. That's very important that we understand that the, the concert of the Lord is eternal just as the Lord himself is eternal and as Krishna is expanding himself and takes the form of Lord Ramachandra in the same way Radharani as Mahalakshmi is also taking many many forms Nanavataram Akarabhuvane Sukhimtu we find um, in the Lagu Bhagavatamrita of Rupa Goswami we find descriptions about uh, the nature of uh, Lord Ramachandra and his brothers, uh, Laxman, uh, Bharat, and Satrupna. And uh, it is explained that these brothers are Sankarshan Pradyumna and Aniruddha. It is also said that they are uh are the attributes of the lord the uh namely 
Sesa and the and, 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 the, and the lotus and the conch. Rupa Kuswami points out there's no contradiction between these statements. Baladev uh, mentioned it is simply that they appear in different yugas. Um, so we're seeing Laxman as an incarnation of, of Shesha. And it is said that then Shesha enters into that uh, appearance of Lord. Uh, Lord Jagannath, and it's uh, at, 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 uh, sorry, he enters into that appearance of of uh, of Lakshman. The two merge. He said then, uh, when the uh, when it's time to wind up the pastimes of Lord Ramachandra, then Lakshman returns to the spiritual world, and Shesha, as his expansion, remains here in the material world. So, like that, we can uh, see how the Lord is manifesting himself to perform his pastimes. As Lakshman, Lord, uh, the Lord, in, this, uh, in his mood as a servant of Lord Ramachandra, was uh, in a difficult position because he was the younger brother. Therefore, he had to abide by the decision of his younger brother, even although it was bringing so much suffering. So Laxman was not at all uh, happy about all the difficulties that Lord Ramachandra was enduring in the forest. And he would have a hundred times wished, a thousand times wished that Lord Chaitanya, that, that Lord Ramachandra uh, would have returned to Ayodhya. But somehow or other, Laxman had to tolerate. So therefore, when Krishna appeared, Laxman came as Lord Balaram, the elder brother, um, because in this way, he was more able to express his full devotion uninhibited. He was not bound by the etiquette of being the younger brother. In the same way, uh, although Lord Nichananda and Lord Chaitanya appeared in different families, one as the son of Sachi, of Jagannath Mishra and Sachi, and the other one of uh, Harai, Harai Pandit and Padmavati Oja, and in the land of Radhidesh. Still, um, these two uh, personalities are considered to be brothers um, because on the transcendental platform, uh, Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda are the same, Krishna and Balaram, the same Ram and Lakshman. So they are also brothers, uh, Chaitanya Nitai. In this way, uh, we're appreciating how the Supreme Lord appears again and again in various forms. But Krishna is Bhagavan Swayam. Krishna is, of course, the original self-same Supreme Personality of Godhead. And so is Lord Chaitanya, non-different from, from Krishna. Mm. Um, 
Lord Ramachandra also is, is coming up um, a few times in discussions. Uh, first of all, when Sanatana Goswami joins Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Jagannath Puri, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asks him to stay with, uh, with Haridas Thakur. We remember that uh, at one point, Mahaprabhu informed Sanatana Goswami that uh, recently Rupa Goswami had left only 10 days ago. And he also informed him that Anupam, their younger brother, had left his body, had passed on from this world. Oh, then Sanatana Goswami began to describe, uh, describe Anupam. And he said, Anupam, Anupam was such a devotee. Anupam, he, he was just totally absorbed in the worship of Lord Ramachandra. So we told him that he should actually worship Lord Krishna. He said, we brothers, we are worshiping Lord Krishna, and why don't we all stay together and worship Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead? So Anupam said, yes, yes, he should do, but then Anupam could not, he could not give up his worshipable deity, Lord Ramachandra. It was not possible. He's saying, I'm just too attached. I cannot, I cannot give up my worship of the Lord, Raghunath. So, uh, Lord Chaitanya explained that uh, Murari Gupta was also like that. Uh, let me just quickly uh, read about that. <clears throat> so, we're going to Murari Gupta. Madhya 15, 137. Hare Krishna. <laughs> there we go. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then embraced Morari Gupta. <clears throat> and began to speak about his firm faith in devotional service. This was heard by all the devotees. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Previously, I induced Murari Gupta again and again to be allured by Lord Krishna. I said to him, My dear Gupta, Lord Sri Krishna, Rajendra Kumar is the supreme sweetness. Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead, the origin of all incarnations and the source of everything. He's pure, Transcendental love itself, and he's the reservoir of all pleasure. Krishna is the reservoir of all transcendental qualities. He's like a mine of gems. He's expert at everything, very intelligent and sober, and he's the summit of all transcendental humors. He's, his character is very sweet, and his pastimes are melodious. He's expert in intelligence, and does, enjoys all his pastimes and mellows. I then requested Murari Gupta, worship Krishna and take shelter of him. But for his service, nothing appeals to the mind. In this way, he heard from me again and again. By my influence, his mind was a little converted. 
Rari Gupta then replied, I'm your servant and your order carrier. I have no independent existence. After this, Murari Gupta went home and spent the whole night thinking how he would have to give up the association of Raghunath, Lord Ramachandra. Thus, he was overwhelmed. Murari Gupta then began to play at the lotus feet of Lord Ramachandra. He prayed that death would come that night because it was not possible for him to give the service of the lotus feet of Raghunath. <clears throat> Thus Murari Gupta cried the entire night. There was no rest for his mind. Therefore he could not sleep but stayed awake the entire night. In the morning Murari Gupta came to see me. Catching hold of my feet and crying, he submitted an appeal. Murari Gupta said, I've sold my head into the lotus feet of Raghunath. I cannot withdraw my head, for that would give me too much pain. It is not possible for me to give up the service of Raghunath's lotus feet. At the same time, if I do not, I shall break your order. What can I do? <clears throat> In this way, Murari Gupta appealed to me, saying, You are all merciful. So kindly grant me this mercy. Let me die before you, so that all my doubts will be finished. Hearing this, I became very happy. I then raised Murari Gupta and embraced him. Um, I said to him, all glories to you, Murari Gupta. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu Gupta. Mm. Your method of worship is very firmly fixed. So much so that even upon my request, you did not turn. The servitor must have love and affection for the lotus feet of the Lord, exactly like this. Even if the Lord wants separation, a, devo a devotee cannot abandon the shelter of his lotus feet. <clears throat> Just to test your firm faith in your Lord, I requested you again and again to change your worship from Lord Ramachandra to Krishna. In this way, I congratulated Murari Gupta, saying, Indeed, you are the incarnation of Hanuman. Consequently, you are the eternal servant of Lord Ramachandra. Why should you give up the worship of Lord Ramachandra and his lotus feet? Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu continued, I accept this Murari Gupta as my life and soul. When I hear of his humility, it perturbs my very life. So, uh, We see that although uh, it is Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission to establish Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, to engage the entire world in the worship of Krishna, that also within his movement there were devotees who were not devotees of Krishna, like Murari Gupta and Anupam, who were devotees of Lord Ramachandra. And that when they were fixed in their worship, that Lord Robert Chandra, uh, that Lord Chaitanya was very, very pleased with this worship and was not trying to convert them to the worship of Krishna. Um, although in one sense, the worship of Krishna is of a superior nature because in the form of Krishna, Krishna descends in his original self, same form uh, from the spiritual world into the material world. And Krishna is performing 
his transcendental pastimes. And he's acting uh, according to his own uh, his own desire for uh, transcendental pleasure. Um, and he's simply relishing the pleasure potency. So we see that Krishna is performing Ras Lila uh, with the gopis, although these gopis were, were married in, in Parakya Ras, in the forbidden relationship of a paramour, which by mundane morality is abominable and is to be rejected. But by a transcendental morality, Lord Krishna's activities were perfect because in Parakya Ras, uh, the um, the gopis could not take Krishna for granted as their property. They simply had to conquer him again and again as their as their paramour. So, uh, Lord Ramachandra was limited. Lord Ramachandra came in the form of of a prince. Krishna came in the form of a cowherd boy. As a prince, Lord Ramachandra was born, uh, had to perform many duties and was born by a lot of etiquette. As a cowherd boy, Krishna was more accessible. Then Lord Ramachandra, he adhered his whole life consistently to the principles of Dharma. Uh, to a point, uh, to a point where he was at one point, Sita had entered into the fire, the Maya Sita disappeared, the original Sita had been returned, they, they flew uh, to uh, Ayodhya, and it was a wonderful time, but then as Ram and Sita uh, were ruling the kingdom. Then there was a, uh, when, when Ram was one time going in to the forest, uh, to, to, the, to the city to see that everything in the kingdom was going on properly. Then there was this low class man who was chastising his wife and said, no, 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 you're not coming back in. No, 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 no. You spent the night in the house of another man. No, 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 no. I will not have you back. I am not like Ramachandra, who just took his wife back after she stayed in other men's house. No, I have some principles. No, you're not coming back in. So uh, that's very interesting. Uh, how, uh, yeah. Lord Ramachandra witnessed this situation. And Lord Ramachandra, who was the king, who was teaching by example as a perfect follower of Dharma, realized that although Sita has no blame, although Sita is completely deserving, now in the course of duty, I'll have to ban her. And so he banned Sita. 
And Sita then wound up in the ashram of Valmiki, and Sita was actually expecting, and Sita gave birth to Lav and Kush and all of that. And then at one point, when he calls her back again, then it is too much, too much for Sita. And she is just simply refusing. Uh, to, and she enters into the earth. Uh, so that is the tragedy of the Ramayana. Lord Ramachandra is limited by Dharma. This afternoon, I will speak also on Lord Ramachandra, and I will get into this topic more. But Lord Ramachandra then is not fully able to to present all the features of the Supreme Personality of Godhead because he is limited by his duties of, of Dharma. Uh, Krishna, Krishna is directly displaying all his pastimes of the spiritual world and the same morality of the spiritual world. In this way, Krishna's pastimes are of a superior nature. So we are um, seeing that Lord Ramachandra is also uh, described as Patitapavan. Um, we can see that Lord Ramachandra as Patitapavan is reaching out to uh, to the gosh. I hoped you could hear what I said because I forgot to clip on my microphone. <laughs> anyway, it's a good microphone, so I hope it picked it up anyway. And I am a bad technician, so now it should be better. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm a space case when it comes to these these technical things. Just not not meant for this. Um, so, uh, Lord Ramachandra, um, in relation to to Krishna, is um, is his immediate incarnation in the Lagu Bhagavatam Rita, uh, Rupa Goswami. Is, uh, is, is writing about that. The Lago Bhagavatamrita is a book that is particularly dedicated to describing the various incarnations, the various avatars of the Lord. And he is explaining that Lord, uh, Lord Ramachandra and Lord Nasringadev are not just are not just ordinary uh, expansions of the Lord, and we can uh, can read that. And if you just uh, wait a moment, uh huh. There's a whole portion here, and I have to just go back to the beginning. Mm 
Oh, Krishna. Sorry. Yeah, it takes a little time. And, uh, okay, where is it now? So we the the fifth chapter of the uh, is called the Paravasta, the description of the Paravasta forms. And in this fifth chapter, I still have to find where it begins. And I'm sorry, chapter three. I'm now going back to the search engine because that's where I found it. Now there will be a discussion of the Paravasta forms. The Padma Purana says, the six qualities are fully manifest in the Sringa, Ram and Krishna. They're thus considered Paravasta. The relationship between the other two, the Sringa and Ram and Krishna, is like lamps lit from the, from the lamp of full six powers manifesting Krishna. Hmm. It has been explained that it is contradictory to say that Krishna is an Amsa of Narayana or Vamana since he's Paravasta. Paravasta is now described. This means that Krishna has all six qualities of the Lord in full. Among the three, successively Nishinga, then Ram, and finally Krishna, manifest more powers. The example is given to conceive of their relationship to powers. Bhavarta Deepika says, if I offer my respects to the Lord who gives joy, okay, he's here describing Lord Nasringa. Mm. Uh, and he's saying, Lord Nasringa Dave, oh, okay. So Ram is endowed with unlimited sweetness, much more sweetness than Nasringa. He displays the six qualities in abundance. So, this verse defines Ram in the Paravasta condition. It is said that he is even more manifesting Krishna, all the six opulences, than Lord Nishinga. But both Lord Nishinga and Lord Ramachandra are deities that manifest these six opulences, and therefore they are especially worshipable uh, amongst all the incarnations of the Lord. These forms are especially worshipable. It is said in the Padma Purana, I worship the son of Raghu, the Lord of all beings, who broke the bow of Shiva, and it was the moon of joy in Sita's heart. Ramarachana Chandrika describes his birth. 
Ram appeared with indescribable glory, possessing unprecedented powers, qualities and form, like the fire from the pure kindling stick of Ayodhya for burning the demons on the ninth lunar day, when five planets were exalted and the moon was conjoined with Jupiter in the ascendant of Cancer, in the constellation uh, Punavasu, the sun was in Aries. Anyway, so something about the astrology of Lord Ramachandran. I, I will not get into that now. Um, but I, I will get into the special uh, opulent nature of Lord Ramachandra. Uh, Lord Ramachandra is performing many personal pastimes. Uh, Lord Ramachandra is, is extensively performing pastimes. His pastimes were uh, much more elaborate than the pastimes of, uh, of Lord Nishingadev. Uh, Lord Nishingadev basically appeared, Lord Nishingadev uh, came from the pillar, then grabbed Hiranyakasipu, took him to the doorway, put him on his lap, disemboweled him, then so many other demons came and Lord Nishingadev killed them also. And then subsequently Lord Shingadev was very, very angry. And then the, uh, the demigods were trying to pacify him, but even Lakshmi wasn't sure who this personality was. He, she wouldn't go before him. Lord Brahma was hesitant. Uh, finally, Lord Brahma sent Prahlad. He appeared because of you, so you go and pacify him. The anger of Lord Shingadev was just burning the entire universe. And then Prahlad came and Prahlad just pacified the Lord very much. Um, he offered him a garland, Prabhupada says, and, and the Lord, Lord Nishingadev, he killed his father and Prahlad offers him a garland. Uh, so in this way, uh, the pastimes of Lord Nishingadev are described. Then if we go into the pastimes of, uh, of Lord Ramachandra, they are extensive. And there are all kinds of uh, mellows being expressed there. All kinds of moods are, are being experienced. Uh, it is Lord Ramachandra who is being banned to the forest and upon the request of his stepmother and and then Dasarat is in total depression, cannot speak. And uh, so Kaikei is saying, yes, your father wants you to go to the forest. Uh, remember, I took these boons from your father, two boons, you know, in the battle, fighting, the brake pin came out of the wheel the axis and I put my finger in and it kept the wheel on the chair in this way we managed to win the fight and uh, and then Dasrat was so indebted that he said any boons I'll offer you two boons and she said I'll take them later and she did uh, and one was that Ram would be banned to the forest and the other one does Bharat would be crowned king instead and all that. 
And then when Lord Ramachandra, uh, he said to Kaikei, why did you use the bones for that? If you would have just asked me, I would have gone. Anyway, then he left to the forest and everyone, including Dasarad, the worst of all, all the residents of Ayodhya, completely heartbroken. And then Lord Ramachandra being totally aloof and going to the forest in, yeah, in that, that unaffected way. So that showed that the Dharma of Lord Ramachandra was not just acting according to prescribed duty, but that he had, uh, had full faith in following this path of Dharma. And that his faith in following the path of Dharma had matured to a point where he was, uh, he was convinced, Sarva Karma Krita Hai, all, all happiness will come from simply following this path of Dharma. And therefore, all the other external uh, circumstances which seem to create circumstances where acting against Dharma uh, appears to be uh, more favorable, those kind of circumstances are simply illusory. Therefore, he followed Dharma with, with great happiness and dedication. And that, of course, is, uh, is, is a level of, of following Dharma. But we see that this Dharma also caught up with him uh, because in the end, in the end, he had to do what he could not do uh, and ban Sita. That is the uh, tragedy of the Ramayan. As I said, I'll try and explain all this uh, this afternoon in a more elaborate way uh, for now we will uh, we will just uh, carry on so lord chaitanya is is not coming to teach the principles of dharma um, we see that uh, in the Chaitanya Chandranrita, Prabodhananda Saraswati, uh, I mentioned him as the uncle of Gopabhata Goswami, a sannyasi, a great devotee of Lord Chaitanya, who wrote Chaitanya Chandranrita, and who wrote that uh, famous verse. I can just quickly, uh, quickly find it. Um, that would be the, the nicest in, in this particular uh, context. Um, just have to have some patience. Uh, Chan Dram Rita. So here the Chaitanya Chandram Rita. And then towards the end of the first chapter. What benefit did the world attain when Lord Ram, Lord Nishinga, and many other incarnations of Godhead killed so many Rakshasa and Daicha demons? 
How important is it that Lord Kapila and other incarnations revealed the path of Sankhyan Yoga? How glorious is it that Lord Brahma and other Guna avatars create, maintain and destroy the material universes? How auspicious is it that Lord Varal lifted the earth from the Garbhadak oceans? We do not consider any of these activities to be very important. The most important thing is that Lord Chaitanya has revealed the great splendor of pure love of Krishna. Let us glorify it, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Prabodhananda makes that point, that the revelation of, uh, of love of God, of pure love for Krishna, as revealed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that was not revealed by anyone before. And therefore, whatever they did in order to relieve the world, uh, it was inadequate. It was not actually uh, reaching the ultimate goal of life. Therefore, he didn't consider it very important. Uh, uh, Lord Ram uh, killed so many Raksasas and Daicha demons. He killed, in fighting with Kara in the forest, 14,000 Raksasa demons. Each one of these Raksasa demons was extremely, extremely powerful. Uh, and, uh, and Lord Ramachandra just killed 14,000 of them. And in that way, he uh, relieved the entire forest from the oppression of these Raksasas so that the sages could continue and perform sacrifices or continue uh, their, their, other, their worship of the Supreme Lord. Uh, Lord Ramachandra engaged in the uh, Treta Yuga. So at that time, particularly, uh, the performance of sacrifices was the Yuga Dharma. Uh, at the beginning, anyway, I have to give another lecture at 4.30 about Lord Ramachandra. And I don't want to use up all my ammunition in, uh, in this lecture. So uh, in this lecture, the focus is on Lord Chaitanya. And the focus is on establishing the difference, the difference between uh, Lord Ramachandra, Lord Krishna, and Lord Chaitanya. So we're seeing the Sadbuch form, and we're seeing how the Lord is showing two arms of each deity, uh, as Lord Ramachandra holding a bow and arrow, as Lord Krishna holding the flute, and as, uh, as uh, Lord uh, Chaitanya holding the uh, Kamandalu and, and, and the Danda. So in this way, we're seeing the, the Sadbuj form, uh, which the Lord manifested to uh, Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. If we go to Jagannath Puri, in the house of Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, there is a beautiful mural depicting this, uh, this Sadbuj form, and very nice. And I would have wanted to go there, but uh, uh, somehow or other, the current world conditions have forced us to go on the internet. But in a way that is also good because usually I'm so caught up in, in travel that it's very difficult to do what I'm doing now and to just do a continuous series of lectures on the Chaitanya Charitamrita um, is, a, is a valuable exercise 
something I've been wanting to do for a very, very long time. So back to the Satbuj form, uh, it, when it shows these three forms of the Lord, the, for, the Lord's form is Ramachandra, the Lord's form is Krishna, and the Lord's form is Lord Chaitanya, there is also a progression in the form of Lord Ramachandra. He has all these six opulences of the Lord, but bound by Dharma, he is limited in displaying his transcendental nature. Krishna, although he's also acting uh, according to Dharma, especially in his Vasudev Krishna manifestation in Dwarka, see Lord Krishna's daily activities, and Lord Krishna is also acting there to benefit, uh, to give an example to the world of how to act. But Krishna is also acting transcendental to Dharma. He's stealing, he is uh, performing so many activities which have nothing to do with Dharma, but are part of his transcendental pleasure pastimes. But Lord Chaitanya is still greater than Krishna because Lord Chaitanya Although Krishna is displaying the pastimes of the spiritual world and the mellows of the spiritual world, these remain hidden and are only available to a few, a very few pure devotees. The storehouse of love of God remained remained locked. <laughs> But Lord Chaitanya opened the storehouse of Lord love of God and entered there and started drinking all the nectar there along with his associates. And as they were drinking, their thirst increased. Therefore, in, in the association of Lord Chaitanya, the thirst is just increasing and increasing. And, and so uh, the the thirst for uh, material things, the asatrishna, the thirst for the temporary, is no longer even on the mind of the father of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is just absorbed, absorbed in an ocean of transcendental bliss. Okay, with this I'll, I'll end for the day. Um, I was thinking, though, that I could give you an opportunity to ask uh, some questions. I haven't been doing that, but yesterday I was doing this Zoom thing and we were doing Q&A and that was quite good. So uh, if some of you type some questions, I will also try to answer them. And from now on, I'll include that in this uh, in the seminar. So I'll give you a little time to type while I'm uh, drinking some water. Ah, nothing showing yet. Got to type fast and not too long <laughs> because I'm very impatient by nature. My excuses, Prabhupada was also impatient, so I hope that it's not too bad.
what are some of the qualities uh, Mother Sita had that brought out the best in Lord, Lord Ram? Well, the, Sita is the perfect counterpart of, of the Lord. She is, uh, is completely dedicated to his pleasure. Uh, and there's no question that there, as there's no fault in, in Lord Ramachandra, there's no fault in Sita. When Sita was kidnapped by Ravana, it seemed that she made a mistake. Uh, but that was only pastime, only externally, because actually it was an arrangement uh, so that Krishna, so that Lord Ramachandra could destroy Ravana ultimately. Um, so Sita's uh, qualities are always complementing Lord Ramachandra. And she's equally dedicated, equally dedicated as he is. So everything about her persona, her saintly uh, dedication to following the principles of Dharma is what is a total inspiration to Lord Ramachandra. Okay, now let's see uh, what other questions were there. Um, it is often said that Lord Ram set the ideal behavior for us. Should we, uh, should we closely study this behavior to help us guide the way we conduct ourselves, or do we focus more on the on the CC? Um, see the Prabhupada right, uh, did not lecture on the Ramayana. He just lectured on Srimad Bhagavatam and whatever is described about Srimad Bhagavatam, about Lord Ramachandra, that is etiquette. So we may sometimes read the Ramayana, but it is not our uh, our requirement that we are studying in great detail the Ramayana to know everything about the intricacies of prescribed behavior because actually the incarnation of Lord Ramachandra and the incarnation of Lord Krishna are also included in Lord Chaitanya. And we find um, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta commented, just as Lord Ramachandra was the perfect king in the same way, Lord Chaitanya was the perfect sannyasi, and both showed the perfect example of Dharma, Raja Dharma and Sannyas Dharma. Okay, let's see. I. Okay, now how do I. Okay. So, Man Biharani says Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is also oh, oh, is also Chana avatar. So he's also also not known to everyone. So if Krishna not known, then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is also not known. Yes, that is a is a good comment. Uh, when Sita Devi was banished again to the forest after Lord Ram overheard the words of low-class men 
was it Sita Devi herself or the Maya Sita? You know, that was that was Sita Devi actually. And uh, and Sita Devi went to the ashram of Valmiki, and there she just uh, uh, and then you're asking more things. Tell this pastime. No, I will not tell the pastime. Uh, this this afternoon I will speak more about Sitaram. So yes, Ram was acting out of duty as a king when Sita was banished. Uh, but what about his duty to her as a husband? His duty as the king was more important than the duty as the husband, for the sake of the king, of, of the kingdom. Uh, it was his, his duty in Dharma to give up, uh, to give up his, uh, his, uh, his own personal comfort and even the comfort of Sita for the, for the greater good of society as large. That was his duty as the king. And that was even more important. Uh, Manbiharani wants me to comment. Um, well, obviously, we need to know about Krishna to understand who Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is. Uh, the parallel between the two pastimes, which we've been discussing, between the Gauraganadesh Deepika, where it describes the Krishna Leela and the Chaitanya Leela. Um, to understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and to under Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's full focus is Krishna and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna but now in the mood of Srimata Radharani as we heard from Srub Damodar Goswami so in this way uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is always focused on Krishna so it's not possible to not know about uh, about Krishna but in the same way, it is also not possible not to know about Lord Ramachandra. Um, and to therefore to know something about Lord Ramachandra is also very, very nice. Okay, I'm going to, uh, to end because uh, here it is lunchtime. And uh, I'm going to uh, break the fast and, uh, and take lunch time. Yes, about this fast, uh, some research was done and by uh, and an extensive paper was written by Mother Ermila. Let me see if I can quickly find that. Um, hope so. If not, then too bad. Hmm. No, I don't see that. Uh, Ram fast. Let's try that. Okay, that paper is somewhere, but I don't know where it is now. Um, 
later maybe in the day i will uh, find it and then i'll read it out at uh, 4 30. but uh, from there we can understand there is some controversy about the appearance of the lord uh, but mostly sometimes it's at sunset but from the paper we understand there is ample of evidence that it was noon and the krishna balaram mandir is celebrating the installation of the deities and uh, in that mood Srila Prabhupada uh, celebrated the feast and served it out at uh, he served it out at two o'clock so i'm also now going to honor prasada Hare krishna Sri Sri Ram Nomi Mahamahatsa Bhakti Jai Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai Hare Krishna.